And we're back, Mike Cernovich. And Jay Campbell. Here to talk about, we'll do some health and fitness stuff. We did a couple on online biz, general life stuff, and fasting. Man, you got you wrote the book on it. Yeah, man. Um, I too now. I mean, the new you know the newest book that we just did a podcast about, or I mentioned, was uh, it's called Guaranteed Shredded, and it's uh, like I wouldn't call it a super advanced, you know, da- extended dance ricks uh, version of the Metabolic Blue Torch Diet, which is the first book on fasting, but it definitely is a book. For people that have been fasting for a while, like you and I, obviously for a long time now, um, can really enhance a lot of a lot of like hacks, a lot of like extension techniques, a lot of things to do to like really get like stubborn fat loss to to uh, to be uh, enhanced. Um, but yeah, man, like I think you and I could talk pretty depth, you know, for a little while on this. But like fasting is, there's no question that today fasting is, in my opinion, the best way to pr- to practice metabolic flexibility and. You know, what, what is metabolic flexibility? Well, metabolic flexibility, is the simplest term, is like using every type of diet that you hear out there in the bro world or the fitness world or just the online world today. Like you hear ketogenic dieting, keto, bro, and you hear um, you, you hear low carb or LCHF or you hear high fat or you hear, um, you know, Atkins or Zone or um, Sears or there's just so many different diets, you know, and then obviously a lot of people are talking about intermittent fasting, but that's what metabolic flexibility is essentially is you eat to fuel your body's energy demand. So depending on your level of training, depending on your job, depending on how much you sleep at night, you essentially eat around the energy demand that your body has from, you know, again, the work-life balance that you have. Yeah, there, because I tweeted, or not tweeted, I tweeted actually an Instagram story to your metabolic blowtorch diet, and that seemed to get a lot of interest, at least relative to book things. So what is that, and what's the principles behind it? Sure, man. So the blowtorch diet is a diet that you and I doing for what dude 10 years <laughs> so i mean essentially me and mike have like a white paper we we, we you know we looked at martin Burkans, who everybody knows it, who knows fasting lean gains he's kind of like the first guy um that wrote a, a book or not a book but he was kind of like a trainer over in, well he know. got scooped on his book yeah, by the way yeah, I mean, so sad. we'll just the, 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 well no but it, this is maybe a good meta marketing sure. lesson is I remember he was really mad because somebody wrote a book, the five, two diet or the 16, eight diet. And he felt really offended, but he never wrote his book. He didn't seize the opportunity. Yeah. And he's, as you know, unfortunately, you know, um, and I've got great respect for him because he was like the first guy to come to market, but he's not a high conscious dude. He attacks people a lot on the internet, which is, you know, as you know, not the way about to go about things today, but to give him credit, he is a smart guy and, you know, he did put this out there. So, you know, credit to him. Um, but yeah, so the blowtorch diet, man, it's very simple. Like, we, 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 we reverse engineer intermittent fasting, right? Most people think that 16 hours is fasting, right? But you and I learned a long time ago that 16 hours is a maintenance diet, right? Like you can go 16 hours, which is, you know, you and I want to eat 16, go without eating for 16 hours. Guess what? We can eat whatever we eat in that right. hour window. We won't gain weight, right? We won't get fat. We won't put on fat. But we also learned that if you want to get super lean and you want to lose what you're maintaining, you got to extend your fast window, right? So the blowtorch diet did two things. It extended the fast window to between 18 to 22 hours daily on your fast days. And then we decided that because we wanted to keep our body again metabolically flexible, on the next day, we eat. So in addition to eating on the next day, we also train. So the metabolic blowtorch diet is a lot different than all the other fasting books in the marketplace in that it's an alternate 
day fasting diet, right? So let's say you train Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. Well, you're not fasting Monday and Tuesday. You're, tra- you're fasting Wednesday. You're not fasting Thursday and Friday. You're training and eating Thursday and Friday, but then Saturday and Sunday you fast. For me right now on mine, when I do it, and I, this is my lifestyle now, of course, I train Monday, I train Wednesday, I train Friday. So I, tra- I fast Tuesday, I tra- fast Thursday, I fast Saturday, I fast Sunday. So you fast on your off days. Exactly. So when you get into the real science and, you know, we're, this is a very basic podcast right now. We're not going to get into the esoteric idea of fasting. But when you get into the science, um, you realize that to train effectively, and you and I obviously have talked about this in previous podcasts, you have to contract muscle fibers and you have to understand how to eliminate momentum from your training. So there is required, you know, expertise. You should hire somebody. You and I have worked with master trainers in the past, but you got to learn how to flex muscle fibers. You're not going to be able to flex muscle fibers at your optimal capability if you're fasted, right? We know that, right? Sure. Can you train fasted? Yes. Do people train fasted? Yes. But if you want to build an awesome physique and again, build muscle in the best way possible, you want to combine fasting with training and eating on the days that you train because you just won't be fueled. Um, you know, physically to train in the intensity you need to train if you're fasting. Right. There's So there's a lot going on there. One is that people, how, how do you want to say it? They are afraid to fast, I think. They're afraid Absolutely. of being hungry. Absolutely. I get, that's the number one question I get. And maybe you can answer this better than me because I become just so jaded over the world where I'm just like, okay, it's going to suck. I don't care. Go talk, you know. Go talk to somebody else. <laughs> it's true, man. It's a good question, actually, though. It's a super basic question. Um, if you get hungry or you have hanger, hanger right? Because it, it does hurt. No, when I do like a 32 or 34, it, it is physically painful. Yes. You get to a level where, okay, so, so, so it's, a good, it's a good question. I'm glad you said that. So that's a good way for people to understand. So what happens is most of us, 95% of us, unless you're like a really advanced faster, have and it's natural, and don't be freaked out about this, we have some form of dysbiosis. And dysbiosis is, you know, stuff growing in our stomach, right? From food, you know, people think of candida or yeast or whatever, but it's essentially like pathogens that are in your stomach. Your, it's called your microbiome. And they're sitting there from the foods that you eat, from the alcohol that you drink, from the sugar, from whatever, you know, from a lack of exercise, from genetic conditions, they're in there. And the hunger pain is caused by you having those things growing in your stomach and they're basically growling, saying, feed me, or they cause headaches or they cause, like you said, you know, physical discomfort. Some people just get like a feeling of like nausea, right? Like they their life. And, and, and by the way, this is something that sounds crazy, but I don't feel bad saying this now because Dr. Rhonda said it on the Joe Rogan thing. So no, no, I, I, when I started the 20 hour fast, cause we were doing a film and I was like, damn bro, you're, you got a gut dude. You got to like fix that. So, you know me, I can lose fat so fast. I'm like, fine, I'll just do it. But it was hard, and I had nasty headaches. And I would, like, we give um, Cyra these little gummy chews for her vitamin or whatever. And I felt like I was being pulled to this jar of sugar. Yeah, it was literally like my body had been overtaken. And I thought, okay, this is not natural. This isn't isn't a craving because I wasn't craving Doritos or chips or beer or wine or anything. It was just give me this main line of sugar, and I'd never quite felt anything like that. And it's been proven that your the bacteria in your stomach, they do have a mind of their own. There's no question about it. They know that from the study now that your gut has a brain that might be actually more important than your real brain, you know, at the top of your head, you know. So 
Yes, and, and, and Mike, you know this, like the more obese a person is or the more body fat they have to lose, the more stuff is growing down there. Just, you know, again, just physics, the room, the crap that you've eaten, the GMO food, the stuff that's like engineered with chemicals and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's in all of us, so it's perfectly normal. But what ends up happening when you really get fast adapted, and what I mean by that is, is like normally it takes, what, seven, eight, right. nine days before you start, that headache goes away when you start fasting regularly. Um, that's how it works. I mean, you, so you can't quit. You can't give up. You can't be three days and, you know, your third day of fasting, you know, and you're, if you're supposed to be doing my diet where it's every other day and you're just like, ah, it's hurting me. I have a headache. I can't do it. You just got to tough it out. Because you will get a headache. You will. And no, then, I, I had, absolutely. I never get headaches. Thank God of all the afflictions that I had in my life, I never had bad headaches. Yep. I had headaches, man. Yeah. Yeah, and it, but they went away, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Point, yeah, but it was saying, it was saying, give me that jar of those gummy sugars. I couldn't believe it. It felt like demonic possession that's, or something. I mean, honestly, that's essentially what it yeah. is. I mean, that's what sugar, amoebas, they're like, you know, uh, what do they call it? They're cytotoxic. They're, uh, what's the word? When you're hyperglycemic, you literally have like sugar. Your cells are craving and screaming, and then the bacteria are just like desperate. Give me sugar, give me sugar, give me sugar. And that's why in the book, and we write this in the book, Normally, women, for reasons of like survival and evolutionary, you know, they're obviously raising the kids, their insulin crashes faster than dudes, right? Dudes are more hunter gatherers. We can go out and be longer periods without food. So, the book basically, we recommend that women fast anywhere from like 14 to 18, and we recommend fast from anywhere from 18 to 22. When you get really advanced and you're really good at fasting and you can go, you know, 24, 26, I mean, sometimes I just eat in the next morning. I go a whole day, I don't eat. Wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I eat, right? But if you, the long, put it this way, the longer you go fasting, the more body fat you're going to lose. And here's the, the key thing without getting crazy. At about 18 hours is when your body goes into fight or flight, as you know, right? And when you're in fight or flight, and I don't want you to think like you're dying in fight or flight, but you're ba basically biochemically, you start releasing hormones called um catecholamines and catecholamines are your fight or flight hormones like nore norepinephrine. no i love it it's like being high no they're exactly no no you exactly. can tell uh, in exactly. in this life like for example one of the guys we met at alexander's party he had like a rear uh, a very deep spiritual vibe and then we were talking he'd done ayahuasca like 40 50 sure. you can tell people who fast or do have done a lot of dmt and ayahuasca exactly. they they just have it people even told me that because i did i was like all right bro this is like disgusting you know you got to do something about it because you know me for you know 12 years and sure, i always like I, genetically i just can't have six packs i just i've done everything there's just some people close. yeah i got close but i was miserable every day of my life and i have fatigue and i was like okay i i'm just not happy right it just doesn't matter and but then i went too far so i've been getting back and what i noticed is people were like you have like a glow yeah. people are like you just look you look different and then after 20 or no, I'd been like 27 days and I was low carb and everything like that. I had a so-called cheat day, bro. I felt like death the next day. Do I don't even want to do Why cheat days anymore. Yeah. Once you've done the fasting and you push through the really nasty four or five, six Everything days. Yeah. yeah. I just, I ate it and I was like, Oh God, like even last night, you know, we, we, you know, we had some chips and some cake and stuff. I wasn't tempted. I, it used right. to be that I was right. tempted by this stuff. I was like, Oh no, I'm being social. I ain't. I woke up today and like my body aches. I just, I feel like I was in a fight or something. It's so true, dude. Like, again, and that's like cytotoxic, you know, chemicals. You've got cytokines, which obviously is what leads to inflammation. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, there's no question. And again, this is what I say about my diet, you know, not to be a shill. As you know, Mike, there's no meal prep. 
You right. don't have to prepare. You don't have to buy special protein products or shakes or MCT oil. You can buy all that. You can add that stuff to a diet when you're eating and, and, and make it more streamlined. But like, how simple is this, bro, right? Like one day you don't eat and the next day you train and you eat. And then the next day you don't eat and then the next day you train and you eat or you train two days in a row and you eat two days in a row and then you don't train for two days in a row and you don't eat for two days in a row. It's simple. Yeah, I like so for example, I had today chicken thighs and hummus. Right. And that was I think I think that's all I had today, maybe like eleven hundred calories, whatever. That's it, that's the done I'm done eating for the day. I'll wake up, do my day, live my day. Between I don't know, probably around two PM I'll go to Kava. I get a no rice, all veggies, bunch of hummus or whatever, and then I'll you know then I'll go train and you know I, I don't even have that many carbs after I train because I'm not doing anything that too like glycemically demanding. Right. So what I what I do when I'm dropping fat is I keep it like the lower the lower rep range yep. and just focus on muscular tension. So Mike like like Kyle Jermaine, it's not like doing German volume training or something right. where you need you know four or five hundred grams of carbs after that. Yeah, and then so then I eat for the four hours, and then I'm done. And it, it's actually pretty great. It got, it gets to the point now where you almost don't want to eat yep. because eating I mean. slows you down. You're just like, oh god, uh, I don't even want to eat because then my body's going to digest. And instead of I have more energy, people are accusing me of being. I love it. They're like, you look like you're on meth or something. And I'm like, well, you can drug test me. Right. We'll go to Water Lab right now, bro. I'm not even on TRT. Somebody's yeah. Sick. Somebody said in the picture I posted last night of me and Alex, they're like, oh my God, Jay, you used to be muscular. You know, and Alex defended me. Yeah. Said, he still is. Trust me, he's still lean. But right when you're fasting, you don't have carb anymore. Right. You look a lot thinner in your yeah. face. You look healthier. It definitely like gives you younger right. your complexion, your glow is better. Right. But back to something you said, it's important. When you're at the 18 to 20 hours and you say, wow, you're high. Well, then you are high because your body starts releasing a chemical in the brain called brain-derived neurotropic factor, right? And that is the quote-unquote gateway to spirit it's like exactly like mike says it's a massive energetic high you have like incredible cognition it's like it, i mean it really is it's like you, it, you know dopamine serotonin release it's just you feel amazing and again it goes back to the spiritual you know practitioners like you know many 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 times ago the sages what would they do they would go into the wilderness or go into the jungle or go into the mountains and they would meet for 30 days right because that's how they were going to experience quote-unquote the spiritual, you know, renaissance or God or whatever they, you know, phrase it as. And it's like, you get that when you're able to not eat. And like you said, like the energy that changes and shifts in your body when you're not actually constantly eating, because you know we forget, right? When you're eating, your body is energetically breaking down the food. So imagine when you don't eat what's happening to your body that it can conserve energy and do other things with it, which is again, like, you know, if you compare it to spiritual stuff, you have a better like direct connection to quote unquote go within or you know whatever you do for like your mindfulness. Yeah, you it's like cellular rejuvenation and things. The only thing I do notice though is when I'm when when you're in a fasting spirit uh, period, if you do something physical, you do get like winded really fast. Exactly. I was like, oh, you know, like if I run up this hill or something. So yeah, you can't do anything yeah. explosive. And then, right. Again, that's why the diet. Like I recommend that you do moderate intensity cardio on your fast days, which is you. Right. you to always say this walk up a hill yep take your dog like your neighborhood yeah. walk up your neighborhood with your right. dog at a slow brisk pace and your body is going to burn fat yeah i take syra we go down to the beach and she's about 30 pounds and lets me carry on the harness Perfect. half the time so yeah, i just walk around with her and yeah yeah you can you can feel it and the the energy though that that's the irony of all of this 
and that's why you know living is believing you it, it would if you told somebody hey if you want to have more energy don't eat even I would have said five years. Oh, go fuck, you know, yeah, exactly. frick yourself or whatever. We're keeping it, you know. Yeah. Why I got to watch my language? But th I really would be like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. You don't eat to have energy, but then you realize the problem is there was no, there was no thing for like bros like us. Exactly. So what if you want to be like a big boy? You don't want to be some little hundred thirty pound shaman or something like that. You want to be a big boy and you want to be able to move some stuff around and. If things come down to it, you want to be able to body slam somebody, right? Well, that's the approach. And that's what I really loved about your book is that you get the spiritual benefits of it, but you're not, well, I don't want to be eating rice and, you know, right. 500 calories of rice like a monk in Tibet or something. I want to, I want to be able to, to be physical when I need to be. And I've never, it really is crazy. I've never had this level of spirituality outside of using dmt or ayahuasca or something yeah no it's totally true and i'm glad you said that and and that's again the beauty of the diet is like on your training days you eat to fuel the energy or the demand of your training right so you're right like let's say you do want to do like a really intense training session the day that you eat well then you eat to fuel the training right so it's like you're not restricting you're not like you said you're not eating like some you know spartan you know three no i eat real food no food. yeah yeah yeah, I eat, you know, on a training day, depending on what I do, if it's just like a normal kind of low-key workout, I'll do like 1,800 calories. If I do lace, I do 2,400 calories. Right. But if, uh, you know, if I want to have some chocolate or something, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. And as you know, like people always say to me, because I'm leaning pretty much year round, they're like, dude, I can never live like you. And I'm like, bro, I train three days a week and I literally eat whatever I want on my days to eat. Like, you know, you said what you ate today, like... I didn't eat until 2.30. It was actually about 2.45. And my bonus son, um, we had a party for him. He's going to the Navy next week. We sent him off. And there's so much you know, food in my house. And all I ate was, I mean, there's a lot of crap. But all I ate was the, the Spanish rice and salmon, right? And I came down here and I had a slice of um, cake, which I had a slice of cake last night at Alex's thing too. And uh, what else did I eat? I ate some like chips. I ate some nacho chips. And probably when I drive home tonight from your house, I'll probably stop and I'll get like a protein shake and a bag of gummy bears and I'll drive home and be fine. Right. But, you know, and you know this, right? Like most people who advocate dietary lifestyles, whatever it is, keto, whatever, you know, they're, they're militant. They're, you know, you got to restrict or you got to count your carbs. You got to, you know, measure your protein or something like that. It's like, no, man, like this diet does not force that type of existence. It's literally just one day you don't eat, one day you eat. Make sure you train hard enough on the days that you do train and then eat whatever you want. Fuel your energy. So you do essentially 32-hour fast? A lot. Yeah. 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 So, like, you know, it's a great question. So a lot of the times, depending on what I'm doing in my life, like if I want to be really, really lean, and, you know, it's, a, again, a perfect question. And again, this is in the Guaranteed Treaded book. It's guaranteedtreaded.com. But literally, you, I, I will go on an average day, I'll go 18 to 20 hours and I'll eat at night. And what my food will be at night will be exactly what you eat. You know, veggies, good lean source of protein, maybe some brown rice, maybe some um, quinoa, maybe a sweet potato if my wife makes a sweet potato. It's rare. Um, and then that's it. And maybe I'll have a protein shake with like some MCT oil and cinnamon or something like that, or maybe vanilla extract if I'm really hungry. I want a sweet type thing. Go to bed. Um, and then on days I want to get super lean, dude, exactly. I literally will not eat. I will go to bed. I will wake up at 530 in the morning, walk my dog, and I have a giant bowl of oatmeal at 6 have a protein shake or a bagel or something like that at eight and then train at eight thirty in the morning. So I got at least hundred grams of carbs before I train. Yeah, that I've tried it both ways. I've done train I've done 
uh, fasted training and carb training. I do like carbs before I train. It's a, a lot of the fasting people. I'm like, I don't. I wonder how hard they're training. You know, yeah, their training sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you to get that mind muscle connection. You do need. Dude, there's no one, in my opinion, and there's always outliers, but there's not a lot of guys out there that have amazing physiques. In, in the way that you and I would classify amazing physiques that literally train carb deprived. There's no Well, J- Jason Helms actually had a funny tweet where he said, everybody who got big on carbs saw that keto got hot, right. and now they all pretend that they're doing keto, but that's not how they built their body. No. You can't build, you can't build, it. you can train on keto, but you can't build that body on keto. To build that body, you need a lot of carbs, and then you can maintain it low carb, you can maintain it with, you know, even in a ketogenic state, which is a, a different conversation for another day, but it's such bullshit. Word, word of warning, if you're ever out in public and you see Jay Campbell and Mike Cernovich and you start coming at us with keto, you're going to get demolished. Yeah, it, it, it real, that people are going to learn the hard way about this diet. Unless they have epilepsy or some medical condition where they need it. They're, they're going to learn the hard, hard, way, hard way when they eat carbs. And suddenly they can't leave ketosis. Well, and they're going to freak out like well, like our friend Rob did. Remember Rob way back yeah, in the... Well, yeah. so, so first off, so Mike is being very humble. So I'm just going to be truth because I don't care anymore. You know, even if he gets mad at us. But like me and Mike were met on the low carbon exercise list, like literally close to 27, 26 years ago. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. Mike was in, in, like 19 years old, just graduated high school. And I was like 24, 25. But... Um, you know, we helped Lyle. We were like guinea pigs, right? Like he was writing Lyle McDonald. He was writing the ketogenic dieters book and practice. And we were doing experiments. Me and Mike were doing ketogenic diets before people even knew what ketogenic diets were. And we knew that it doesn't work. Yes, Mike's right. It, you can lose fat. It's great for people with specific diseases, epilepsy, forms of you know, weird forms of cancer, wasting diseases. You can starve the, um, the cancer with um, being ketogenic, with suppressing your insulin signal and all those things. But as, as Mike just said, you cannot stay on a ketogenic diet long term without uh, retarding your insulin metabolism. And if you you know stop it and go back to eating normal food, which Mike and I were talking about with this guy last night, you are going to feel like ass. I mean, you literally are going to have a retarded insulin metabolism so that when you start eating carbs, your insulin is going to go all over the place and you're not going to feel well. Yeah, they'll learn though. The, the, it's, like, it's like the new... Is the the arguments that's one thing where I'm always I I remember we quit doing fitness stuff because I just people argue all the time uh, th- more than politics you would th- people argue more about ca- how many carbs to have a day <laughs> than abortion or something like a really complicated morally right. nuanced messy issue right. your calves are smaller they'll find a picture of you fat and they're like you're fat how do you tell me what to do or if you're too muscular you're on steroids well, only, you only yeah yeah you can only proteins hurting your kidneys like oh my god even it it really it really is absurd or the only way you got that big is because of steroids the people are just really nasty yeah and and the fitness went right i think just to recap this podcast like fasting is amazing it's nothing new under the sun me and mike have been literally doing intermittent fasting since like 2008 man time where does time go right literally since like 2008 mike and i have been doing intermittent fasting and Where does we time changed go? the diet that we, you know, gathered from the internet and, of course, a little bit from Martin Burkhan. We created the Metabolic Blowtorch Diet. And it's a really awesome, easy lifestyle to live. It doesn't require, um, you know, massive food preparation or supplement purchasing or, you know, again, meal timing or, you know, carbohydrate cycling or anything like that. It's basically just one day you don't eat, 
the day that you do eat, which is usually the next day, you train, you train as intensely as you can, and then you eat relative to how hard your training is. Like Mike said, if you have a glycemic demand of 150 grams of carbs, then you eat 150 grams of carbs. If you're already lean, you're like Mike is now, you don't care about like... You but know, credit, but I got to give credit where it's due. You're mad about your, the... Because I've been around and seen it all. Your metabolic um, blow to it really is next level. Because I'd done the 16-8 fasting, and that was like the conventional wisdom. And then 20, 20 and 4 kind of like caught on. And I, 20 and 4 with, I do a 36-hour probably every, I used to do it every 10 days. I love, I like to do them now. So it used to be, um, and, and we should probably give some tips before we wrap it up or whatever, because yeah. I don't want to be glib for people who are going for those like three or four days, because it was pretty bad. Like I was not happy, uh, very, very bad. Your body is kind of, it's not your body. It's literally these things growing inside of you, yeah. your biome attacking you. So one trick that I did is I found this tea. It's not, it's not tea, but it was curcumin, yeah. like a curcumin packet. And I'd put three or four things of Zevia yeah. drops. And I would drink that, and it was just like I was having ice. Because your taste changes. It felt like an ice cream sundae. Nicotine gum, that's yeah. another one, too. Um, nicotine, you know, people say, oh, my God, nicotine is addictive like cigarettes. No, it's not the nicotine. It's the tobacco companies and the chemicals they put in the cigarettes. Nicotine is not addictive like people think it is. It's a misnomer. Nicotine is actually a very potent nootropic. They use it in, in uh, South America. It's actually an amazing um, um, nootropic, um, or actually it's... Um, it's, it's uh, synergistic with caffeine, so it actually helps increase metabolism. So nicotine gum is also something really good to, um, to snack on when you're in a long, fast window. Um, and then one thing, let's not forget, right, to kill the dysbiosis or kill those gut bacteria, those nasty things growing in your stomach, metformin, okay? And you don't need a doctor's prescription. You can buy it online, any online pharmacy. I always throw out names, but in-house pharmacy.victorunderwear, so .vu, in-house pharmacy.vu, just buy it. By 500 milligrams uh, dosage, men and women, uh, I'm sorry, men at night, a.m., p.m., women like 250, and then you can progress upward. You know, I think when Mike when Mike was doing it, I, he was doing a gram, a.m., gram, p.m., right? I haven't been on for, I need to get back on, actually. Yeah, it's one well, I was, I was actually, gram, right? no, no, I was actually meaning to talk to you about that because I. it's funny that everybody, you were the first person, I, you were on it 10 or 15 years yes. ago, yep. and then you and Lyle got in a huge fight. Because he claimed destroys your testosterone. Bro. Yeah, and he claimed you, you can't gain muscle in that. <laughs> oh my God! Like I'm so far, you know, you I'm so far removed from that. But now I remember you. But it's becoming sort of conventional wisdom now, and everybody. So what's maybe? And we'll do a separate podcast on that. Actually, so that's good. We should we should bookmark that for for another podcast because you were like when I remember we were in Cabo or whatever, and that was way way back then you were like a metformin advocate yeah exactly and even jim was against metformin right because that's the conventional right. wisdem that it shut down testosterone and it's screwed with them tour and all that but yeah we'll do a whole other podcast but for this podcast if you um a lot of people know about metformin now you know i did a podcast with ben greenfield on it and a couple other people but 500 milligrams am and pm you can get it online there's a million pharmacies just search metformin it's not hard you can also get a smart progressive doctor to write you a script for it it's got so much, there's so much life extending benefits to it. Again, in the book, the TOT Bible, we have a whole chapter on metformin, but Mike and I should do a podcast on it because it really has gotten a lot bigger now and people do need to know about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, metabolic low torch diet, fast one day and uh, next day eat and train and uh, just keep doing that for life. And don't worry about like the type of food you eat. Just don't eat on the days you fast. It's that simple. 
All right, perfect, everyone. Thanks for listening in. And where can they find this? Amazon? It's on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon, but you can go to blowtorchdiet.com. And honestly, like, I'm at a point now where um, I'm really promoting the Guaranteed Shredded book. So if you email me, it just you can contact at trtrevolution.com. I'll send you a PDF. Mm-hmm.